Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, April 24th, 2020. On this report, I will be talking about the virus, the virus that does not infect my body. How do I know that? Because I've been locked up in house arrest for 35 days or five consecutive weeks. What news is there except the virus? But this report is more about going to sleep in one country and waking up in another. For the Castle family, day 35 of house arrest. And for the family daughter, she is stuck on a small island at the bottom of the world. But all are still healthy. We're grateful for that. Our argument for you today is that the world surveillance state has been building for a long time. But the virus has given it the impetus to advance with breathtaking speed. It is now coming into existence before our eyes. The virus is the excuse for allowing the digital world, powered by artificial intelligence and the real world, to combine, pretending these days have not arrived or simply choosing to ignore the facts will not save you from what is already here. The technology to track and monitor every human on earth is finally available to those who desire such control. Dire predictions from the beginning have fueled much of the hysteria. I defer for a moment to Dr. Ron Paul, quote, When Anthony Fauci first warned that two million people would die, there was a race among federal, state, and local officials to see which could rip up the Constitution fastest, end quote. All the original numbers and predictions were not only wrong, but not even close to right. Much of what I'm about to tell you might seem too fantastic for you to believe. I invite you to do the research and check for yourself. You don't have to take my word for it. I'm convinced that the picture I'm painting for you today is the correct and accurate one to many so-called experts present in our world today. The only way out of the COVID-19 crisis is with a vaccine to create immunity in the world's population from the effects of the virus. True estimates for a suitable vaccine vary from a time of a few months up to as much as 18 months. Bill Gates says that a vaccine cannot be made available to every human on earth for at least 18 months. The world should stay in stringent lockdown until then, Dr. Fauci Echoes that sentiment, although he varies slightly in method. I note that Dr. Fauci serves on Mr. Gates' vaccine council, a clear conflict of interest in my opinion. I will not go into how damaging Mr. Gates' vaccines can be since I did that last week by quoting the work of Robert Kennedy Jr., who says it more eloquently than I can. I am saying that when the proposal which is actively being implemented is to risk the economy by staying locked down for months or years. I can feel the desire to remain locked starting to slip as resistance to being locked down mounts around the country. Bill Gates has been on a worldwide media campaign to promote his vaccines. He tells us we don't have a choice. We've got no choice, he says. We can never be normal again without his vaccine, it seems that the word normal has been taken from us, along with many other things. I want to be normal again, since I miss my old life, so I guess 
I should say, okay, Mr. Gates, bring it on. Give me the vaccine. Mr. Gates reportedly told President Trump that he would have to stay in lockdown until everyone was vaccinated, everyone on earth, that is, unless he was willing to ignore the pile of bodies over in the corner. Who is this man, Bill Gates? Where did he come from? How did anyone appoint him or grant him such power over humanity? Everyone who gets the vaccine must get a, quote, digital certificate, Mr. Gates says, to prove they are safe. And this certificate must be easily scannable by computer or phone scan. I first read that some type of tiny tattoo was being considered. But thanks to the scientists at MIT, the problem has been solved. MIT, in cooperation with the Gates Foundation, has developed a digital injection by vaccine. This is not technically a microchip, but instead a digital record of vaccination. It sounds crazy, folks. I wish it were, but unfortunately it's real. It can contain everything about you. It can. Everything about you, which can be known, such as your computer, complete medical records, driver's license, including driving record, criminal charges or records, credit score, credit history. If desired, a complete history of Internet sites you may have visited and purchases made at those sites. Also, those things are available thanks to Google and Amazon data harvesting apps allow the government to track all web use, all digital purchases, even where you go, who you meet there. This is the new surveillance state, and it's here now. This is not some scenario out of 1984, although it is Orwellian in nature. I want to emphasize to you this fence around humanity is basically finished. Right now, the virus is just the excuse for it. So Bill Gates tells us, we must have this vaccine. We must take his mark or we will never be normal again. We'll never be able to return to work or attend a mass gathering. He is not a doctor, but Dr. Anthony Fauci backs him, although he seems ashamed of it. So he softens the approach a little by saying that perhaps the digital certificate could be just something we carry with us all the time, like a driver's license. Dr. Fauci's role seems to be to agree with and support Bill Gates, but detract us from the real agenda. Why would we accept a best-case scenario whereby we could be stopped anywhere, anytime, and told, your papers, produce your papers. Like, to, didn't we fight a world war against people who did that sort of thing? And yet, that is apparently what we are considering our best-case scenario. The digital information injected with the vaccine will supposedly not require you to show anything. You will either have the vaccination or you will not. And if you don't, then you're not safe. You cannot work. You cannot use public transportation. You cannot fly on a commercial airliner or attend a mass gathering. Ultimately, perhaps you will not be able to buy, sell, or conduct the normal processes of living how could we as Americans be expected to put up with such a nightmarish Orwellian thing in our bodies? Fear, I suppose. Fear, I believe, is being counted on to stampede us into acceptance of being marked like animals in the field, like a farmer marks his cow to keep up with her. Recently, 
President Trump made it clear he's in favor of reopening the country, but certain governors object, so he defers to them. He says, do it piecemeal a little at a time then. That's federalism, I suppose. So governors lift the ban, but leave the mayors of certain cities free to set their own schedule. The mayor of my city of Memphis has extended the ban to May 5th at the earliest. The health department chairman and my county says that we must be ready to lock down again anytime the virus reappears, thus keeping us in constant uncertainty. It will it reappear. It will. I'm certain of that. It will keep reappearing, keep locking us in our homes until the virus is finally, the vaccine rather, is finally ready. Some politicians from governor on down seem to be looking for an excuse to unleash their inner tyrant on us. The virus is a perfect fit for them, a perfect time to do that. None of these things will stop or even slow down. What I've been telling you is coming. The onslaught of the total surveillance state is here right now. The virus is a convenient excuse to expedite its implementation. The United Nations has had this as a goal for a long time. ID 2020 is the UN plan to provide digital ID of all people on earth, including their birth registration by 2020. That's now, folks, obviously right now. Sustainable development goal number 16.9. Set the goal for final implementation by 2030, but thanks to the virus, we don't have to wait any longer. The World Health Organization is an arm of the United Nations, very friendly to China, the nation where the virus first appeared since President Trump eliminated whose U.S. funding, or at least greatly reduced it. The Gates Foundation has been the largest funder of who? Gates and his vaccines. Basically the same word. The world must have a system to determine who is safe to return to work and who is not, according to Mr. Gates. The system he is about to install in us by vaccination will tell him all that and much more, the virus has accelerated the process to the point where banking will now also be involved. Eventually, all money will have to travel through banks. All information will be readily available. In other words, folks, global government is being instituted right now, right in front of our eyes. A plan depends on silencing dissent. Therefore, if you speak out, you are the enemy. It will be patriotic to denounce you as an enemy. I know this sounds like I've been what I've been forecasting coming for at least 27 years. I know what it must sound like. But this time, folks, there really is a wolf out there. He's at the door. This is an interesting time to be alive for sure. Considering human history, it reminds me a little bit of when Hugo Chavez spoke at the United Nations just after George W. Bush. He said, I can smell the sulfur in here. Well, folks, I can smell the sulfur too. I smell it in this world right now. Public-private cooperation will reign as the corporate world assumes control of the political world through the seeming magic of artificial intelligence. This is the fourth industrial revolution, as some have said. This is the post-industrial post-financial world in which industrial brilliance, which used to drive a free America, is replaced by collectivist public-private cooperation embraced by both 
People are given something, anything to focus on besides what is actually happening to them. They focus on something over which they have no control. Instead of focusing on their day-to-day -day problems, they focus on the virus, which kills mostly the old and the vulnerable. For the young, it's not so much of a threat, but their job, their social lives, their hopes, their aspirations. Their whole world is upended, so everyone will be willing to be vaccinated just to put an end to it. The people of the world will line up in complete trust so they can return to normal, as dreary as normal may be for some of them. Some people are not going quietly into that good night, however. From California to New Jersey, people are protesting the lockdown orders, the lockdown, and the fear created by the dire numbers quoted in the beginning and still quoted in some places serve to enhance fear, uncertainty, and the need to create a vaccine to solve our problems. Dr. Ron Paul once again, quote, states that did not lock down and did not arrest people for paddling in the surf are doing no worse than those who did. When Anthony Fauci first warned that two million would die, there was a race among federal, state, and local officials to see who could rip up the Constitution fastest. Then the numbers came down to 240,000, then 60,000. Now, lower than that, we used a fraction of what it cost. If we used a fraction of what it cost to lock down the economy, to help those who are vulnerable, elderly, and most in need, it would have gone a long way, end quote. Fortunately, the plan of totalitarian control is backfiring, at least in some areas. People are going into the streets to protest. It's not only because they can't work, they're starting to see and understand that there are gross inconsistencies and hypocrisy going on in the explanations they are given. For example, from Kevin Sorbu, the actor, when the state shuts down millions of businesses but doesn't lay off a single government employee, it's not about your health. When the state puts you in jail for your health because you walk in a park or paddle in the surf but lets criminals out of jail for their health, it's not about your health. In conclusion, folks, people will be intimidated, frightened, stampeded into taking the vaccine, and most will have no regrets because they feel safe, at least for a while. The fact that they have been turned into cattle on Bill Gates' worldwide farm will not occur to them until it's too late after all, folks. It's all for our own good, for our own health, finally. What can we do to stop this thing? Not very much, I'm afraid. Not much at all, it seems, but we could, as one, as one people, take the Howard Bill approach from the movie Network. I'm a sovereign human being, Mr. Bill said. My life has value. I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to take this anymore. The virus has exposed the cracks in the system that have been there all along. If we could just take advantage of those cracks, just split them open. At least that's the way I see it. Until next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.